Hello. Hello. It works. Yes. It worked. The microphones work. Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rollski. To my right, I got the board man, Corey with the K. To my left, Uncle Buck. And you heard him. DG's back. DG, what's happening? Good to be back. Uh, listened to the episode last week. I got to say, I really enjoyed um, the intimate setting. I like it a lot when you have guests on. Don't get me wrong. I like it when you have guests on. Got some good-ass guests to come on. But it was kind of nice just to hear you, Corey with a K, Uncle Buck, on an, on an episode. Just the three amigos riding, and I enjoyed it. I appreciate you saying that because, you know, sometimes we have a full house in here. and Things get a little hectic. I feel like last week we were relaxed. Everybody was having a good time, enjoying a beer, and we just had a conversation about the bracket. And I liked it as well, DG. What did you think about it, Buck? I thought it was shit. Okay. <laughs> it lacked its luster. I thought it was no? good. I thought it was good. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. It had a good flow. Yeah. Just like three three dudes. Yeah, just, editing, just, editing just does that shit, DG. Uh, I'll bet you that one needed very little editing, unless you said something that was just completely inappropriate, which is likely. I cut out probably 25 minutes of Buck fucking talking dirty. Are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hey guys, March was a long fucking month. I mean, it really was, but it was a good month of podcasting for us because I really do enjoy doing the brackets. But you know what? I feel like it's time. It's time to get back to our roots. A lot has happened over the past month, DG, and I've taken a lot of notes to name a few. There's a 500 pound overweight black bear terrorizing California kitchens. Stone Cold Steve Austin is returning for WrestleMania. Jawan Howard bitch-slapped another coach. Kanye West has lost his mind again. Aaron Rodgers is a single man. Rick Ross bought a bull. The Tinder Swindler actually has a hot girlfriend now. LeBron's still a bitch. Kim Kardashian isn't West anymore. All-time worst Wheel of Fortune moment. Tony Hawk snapped his leg skateboarding. Coach K lost his last regular season game. Gas is over $4. Putin's billion-dollar state is full of mold. Pete Davidson sent the text of the year. Tom Brady unretired. DQ discontinued footlongs. And we're about to experience World War III. Anything you want to talk about? A lot of those I wasn't aware of. Uh, Kanye, I don't I don't follow him on anything really. I don't But you used attention. to be a big Kanye guy, right? I, I, I was a I was one of the biggest uh, I know. Kanye fans back in the after college dropout dropped. Man, I was all about that album. And then, you know, two albums later, I'm just like, I'm out. I'm out on Kanye. He just, he got weird, man. He got too weird for me. Anything else? The bear. So there's this overweight bear running around California. And they came up with an, it's been so long ago since I've read this article. But anyways, it's breaking into people's homes and raiding their kitchens. And the, the bear is just friendly. Like, it's not trying to hurt anybody. All it wants is food. Kind of like a yogi bear. Yes. Bear. He comes in. He's breaking down the door, literally breaking down doors and raiding kitchens and then just leaving after he eats. Sounds like he, uh, you know, he's out in the wild. He's trying to find, he's trying to forage for his food and then raided a kitchen or two and was like, damn, it's way easier than having to go out in the woods all the time. Yeah. So the uh, Department of Natural whatever it is, natural resources or wildlife. What, wildlife, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. The people who drive around the fucking uh, the green, the green trucks with the, the, with the fucking, fucking Mount Me Hat yeah, on. Mount Me Hat. Yeah, them guys. They said that they were going to try to put down this bear, 
But beforehand, they went in, uh, they took up some DNA out of the kitchens. And it's a Bigfoot. And they said that it's not that bear that they thought it was. There's se- there's several bears raiding these kitchens in California. He's not the only one, so they can't kill that bear because, you know, his DNA wasn't in there. He didn't do the crime. I wonder if these bears all know each other. I'd say they're a gang. Like a bear gang. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So I uh I got a buddy, not to change the subject. It's sort of related. I got a uh actually he's he's my cousin. He drives for UPS. He sent me a Snapchat the other day. He was down doing a delivery in Londonderry and he got a picture of a bear in Londonderry. No shit. Yeah. No. Bears in Londonderry. Are you he he took the picture? He took the picture. It was he was probably Black I, Bear. Looked like about a half a mile away from it. He saw it out in a field and you could tell, you could tell it was a bear. Now I've I've heard that they're getting more popular around the area, like the Hawking Hills area, down in Vinton County, the Londonderry area, southern Ohio, we'll say for the people out there. It's not from Ohio, but he really seen one in person. I would love to see one in person. He saw one. He sent me a in snap, the wild a Snapchat of it. Yeah, um, it seems to me like they like hilly areas more than flat. Yeah, like you got to get down in the. Like the southeast region of Ross County, down into Vinton County, Hawking County, like you said, southeast Ohio. They're they're more prevalent down there. Buck, what would you do if you were on your, one of your hiking trips with you, your wife, and your dog, and a black bear came up to your tent? Well, what first, would be your first move? The first thing is <laughs> to protect your family, right? But I'd I'd fucking run. I'm not dealing with a black bear. Aren't you supposed to act dead? I think that's grizzlies. Grizzlies so what are you more, supposed to do with the black bear? Just run. Just they're you're, they're you're, looking they're looking for like the common shit, the mushrooms, the the berries, shit like that to eat. They're not gonna attack you and try to. I'm eat gonna tell you. you right now, your little small legged ass I ain't outrunning a black bear. Well, it might not, but why would he want to eat me? You can get as much meat off a fucking chicken off the farm than you can me. Let me ask you. You know, I I, I think I can speak for all of us here. Maybe I'm wrong. If you come up against an eight foot, seven hundred fifty pound grizzly, and that thing is roaring at you, dude, grizzlies weigh like twelve hundred pounds. Okay, yeah, you're I talking could, a I fucking way off. Honda Civic. Fair enough. You see that? I think we're all turning tail and just getting the hell out. But what about <clears throat> like a uh, a cub? Not a cub, but like an adolescent brown black bear that mom like what if you just squared up to it like a, like you were about to go throw down in a bar fight like what do you think it would do like the guy with the kangaroo yeah maybe dude i i don't think you can square up with a bear i think that thing would paw you one good time and you're done you're you done think, do you, like it sees you squaring up to it you know this bear is probably not used to seeing human humans period so he's going to maul your ass. You man. think he's coming after oh, you? Yes, or you think absolutely. he's like, this is, this is weird. I think I might you think just, he's going to turn around and walk away. I don't, I, I'm not saying he's going to turn and run like he's afraid. I but, think you might be able to last like one or two rounds, but eventually absolutely bear, not. he's going to, he's going to wear you down. Have you, did you see the clip? I, I just saw it this past week. I don't know how old it is, but I think it was out West somewhere. A bear, a brown bear got in a pig pen. Seen it. Yes. Great video. Viral. Went viral. And Several that, news stations. I mean, we're talking, that, that thing wasn't even a full-grown hog. It was just a piglet. I think, wasn't it a pot belly pig? I think it was full-grown. I think they were just supposed to be small. Just a small pig? Yeah. Okay. There was two of them, right? Two pigs? 
Or did you only see one? I only saw the one. Okay, maybe in, in not. Yeah, there's two. One of them comes out from like the little box and like scares it away. Yeah, okay. I was about my to bad. say they about double teamed this bear, and that bear was scared to death. It he was. said, "I'm getting the hell out of here." He pig. thought he had an easy meal. Those pigs ran it off. Yeah, and, that, and we're talking, you know, pot belly pigs there. So I'm saying, you might be right. Two hundred pound full grown man. Yeah, who isn't showing any fear? You know, maybe the maybe the bear thinks twice. Would you rather take on a like a six hundred pound grizzly bear, twelve hundred pound grizzly bear, or an eight foot king cobra? I f- I don't fuck with snakes. You guys know that. <laughs> what if you had a weapon? Like, what if you had like a like a three three foot machete? Dude, I don't know what it is about snakes, but they just give me the creeps. Give you the willies. Yeah, I don't do snakes. There's one thing I want to hit on before I before we move on from my notes from the past month. The DQ. I seen it on Facebook. One of our guests. Jake, it was on his story. He was going through a DQ. I think it was Jake. If not, sorry, Jake. It was somebody on Facebook, but I'm pretty sure it was him. It was a picture of the DQ drive-thru, and they had a sign. It was like a piece of paper, computer paper, and it had printed on it. DQ has discontinued footlongs. Sorry for the inconvenience. What the fuck, Dairy Queen? Well, I was just, I went to Arby's drive-thru two nights ago, and... I've seen this same sign in a lot of other, you know, fast food drive-thrus. They all have the sign up that says, hey, due to uh, supply chain issues, supply shortages, certain menu items are not available. Sorry for the inconvenience. So I don't know if it's so much, hey, Dairy Queen decided, hey, we're not going to do the footlong anymore, or if they just can't get it. They can't get it to sell it. I don't know. This is my, this is, this is the thing though. You said, hey, supply issues. These guys said discontinued. Not, like not, not going to be our on our menu anymore. That's what discontinued means. And I'm going to tell you right now, that kind of pisses me off, Dairy Queen, because I feel like that's your foundation. When you think of Dairy Queen, you're thinking of the Coney Dog, the Footlong. The two, yeah. You got the Blizzard. You got the Blizzard. And the Blizzard. And the Footlong. Exactly. That's what people go there for. You, you can't just, take it off your menu. Yeah, if you take the Blizzard off the menu now. You might as well just change your fucking name. I say you just fucking close down. If you don't have the footlong, the blizzard isn't anything without a fucking footlong. That's what Dairy Queen's made of, DG. You had the blizzard and a footlong. That is the best meal. Your day is fucking made. That could make someone's day. Someone's week. Someone's month. And you take that from somebody. And you're going to take that away? Take that away. I can only imagine the feeling that Jake felt when he walked up or he pulled up to that microphone and he seen that sign. At least have the decency to put it, you know, a nice. Put it on your. Uh, yeah, you got to board. Put it, you got to put it up there. Sorry, guys, no more footlongs. We're douchebags. Yeah, <laughs> we're closing down. We're closing. Footlongs are gone. Yeah, it's frustrating. But what I'm guessing is, the dudes that are making the corporate decisions in the high rises somewhere that's way far away from here, that the guys that cook the books and look at the numbers, they're they're probably thinking, okay. We're offering the footlong. It's costing us this much to offer it. Only this many people are buying it. We're That's losing, bullshit. We're losing money on it, so why are we continuing to offer That's it? That's bullshit. I agree. Millions, billions of people buy that footlong. Now, here's my solution around that. I like to solve problems, okay? So if you're going to get rid of the footlong, just ask for two hot dogs. And, and, a, long, a, foot, and, a, a, and a long bun. And a long bun. And a long bun. But if they're going to discontinue the footlong, you think they're going to keep the buns? I doubt it. Oh. Yeah, I doubt it. Fuck. You know what? I'm going to make a phone call. I'm going to get Jake on the line. 
Answer it. Come on. Answer it. I guess he's still like in depression mode. All right. He didn't answer. Hopefully he calls back. We'll get his thoughts. Hopefully he calls back. DG, there's a few things I want to talk about that's happened to me this week. I want to get your thoughts on it, Uncle Buck. Using the zipper hole. We had this conversation last week, and it was off air, which I wish it was recorded because it turned into a hell of an argument at the Roosters dinner table. Me, Uncle Buck, and Corey K had this conversation. Do you use... Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Hold that thought. Jake, what's up, man? We're on the podcast. Oh. You're live you're right fine. now. Is that all right? I'm live. Yeah, it's good. I'm at, I'm at a bachelor party down in Hilton Head. Awesome. That's great. You having a good time? Having a blast. Played some golf yesterday. Ripping some beer dye. Probably going to get get after it again today, I'm sure. So Hell yes, man. Hey, I wanted to get your thoughts on something, and I'm pretty sure I've seen this on your Facebook, but I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Did you post a picture about Dairy Queen discontinuing the hot dogs or the footlongs? Yes. Okay. I, I went, to, uh, went to the Waverly Dairy Queen when I was home a few weeks ago, and they had a sign on the drive-thru that said that corporate was discontinuing the footlongs. And I about ripped the guy's ass when I drove to the drive-thru. Hell yes. So we, I brought that up because I seen that picture about Dairy Queen discontinuing their footlongs. And I, yeah. I, I raised all kind of hell on this episode. And I want to get your thoughts. Like, what did you think about as soon as you seen that sign? Well, I'm from Bainbridge, Ohio, right? And, and one of the only places we got in Bainbridge is the Dairy Queen, right? So I grew up on footlong hot dogs, right? And seeing that, I mean, what, that's, a, that's a DQ staple. I mean, what, what else are they going to sell? All right? I mean, that's the only food item they really got. Unless you go to one of those fancy ones that's kind of inside, maybe you get some chicken dinner or something. Yeah, you think Dairy Queen? What is up, Jake? This is DG, by the way. You think Dairy What's going Queen? On, DG? You think uh, you think Blizzard, and you think Footlong with sauce, right? I mean, those are the two staples. That's that's the only thing you can even think of getting there. I mean, somebody wants to send a text in and argue that, and I'll go all day with them. But there's nothing better than a Footlong and a Blizzard or a milkshake. I mean, it's it's outrageous. I, I don't even know what the hell they're thinking. I honestly think that people are going to start a petition and they'll. They'll bring it back, but who knows? Maybe not. Maybe people don't give a shit about it. And I argued about it, man. I said, hey, you know what? If you're getting rid of the footlong, you might as well just shut down. Because like you said, it's a staple. Though You got the blizzard, and you got the hot dog with the sauce and the cheese. That's what Dairy Queen is made of. I mean, that, that that's yep. what they built their foundation on, and now yep. you're taking it away from the people. I think it's absolute bullshit. Unbelievable. It's literally unbelievable. I, I honestly, I, I can't imagine how much money they're going to lose lose out on. I, I really don't know what the hell they're going to start selling. What did you order? People, I guess. What was my order that night, or what do I normally order? No, I mean, like, since you've seen they didn't have the hot dog anymore with the sauce and cheese, I mean, what did you order that night? Did you just... I was actually I was actually just going for a late-night blizzard. It was probably like 9.30. Okay. But when I saw that, I, I just was like, what, what the hell is going on? The guy said, we just got to. Got a message from corporate about a week ago that they were discontinuing the footlong, and I was like, "Is this is this national? Like, what what the what the hell is going on?" He said, "He said I don't know, man. He's like, I just I work here part time." <laughs> are, are you are you outraged about it? Because you should be. I mean, this is this is this should be national news. Yeah, I said this is something that we've got to talk about, and I'm glad you called back, man. I appreciate you calling in. I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, I. I'm not happy about it. I haven't been to Dairy Queen since, but I tell you what, next time I'm in Bainbridge, I'm going to want something. I'm going to be pissed when I ain't got a foot long heat. 
Is this is this like cause for an all out Dairy Queen boycott in your opinion? Uh, I don't know if I can go full on boycott because the blizzards are fantastic. And I mean, it's all we got in Bainbridge, right? I mean, we got a couple of restaurants, each shop, but I mean, people are still going to hit hit it up. No argument. I'm not going to boycott. I, I, I'm not going to boycott. But I used to go for lunch if I was home. You know, hey, what do you want to go grab a foot long from DQ and some ice cream? Now it's like, well, I'm not going there for lunch. They ain't got no food for me. Because I'm not eating anything else. I'm not eating their double cheeseburger. Like, yeah. Or their, I don't even think they have nuggets at the Bainbridge one. They have some an indoor seating. They have some other, other stuff on the menu. No but. one's going to Dairy Queen for a hamburger. We can just say that. Yeah. No shot. Jake, I yep. appreciate you calling in, man. I'll let you go. Absolutely. Good talking to you guys. We'll All, right. You All right, man. See you. There you have it. I mean, this guy sounds like he's, you he's know, disgruntled. A, a Dairy Queen regular and he's a disgruntled patron. I tell you who hasn't discontinued the foot long with sauce, the Frankfurt Dairy Cone. If you, Not the Dairy Queen, the Dairy Cone. You guys, if you guys are craving a foot long with sauce and cheese, come to the little town of Frankfurt and get your ass one. Back to the zipper hole. DG, do you use the zipper in your jeans? You've got jeans on today. If you go into the studio restroom, do you unzip your zipper and pull your cock through the hole? I never take a standing piss without using the zipper hole. Are you serious? I never take a standing piss without using the zipper. So hole. you literally keep your pants buttoned and you whip it out through the hole every single time. See, I think you guys are absolutely psychopaths for doing that. What the I fuck have is never, a zipper for I've then? never used a zipper hole in my lifetime. In my life, I have never used a zipper hole in a pair of jeans ever. Why do you think they put holes in underwear? I don't. So, so when you're peeing, say you got a pair of uh, gym shorts on, you pull down your gym shorts and you flip your wiener out through the boxer hole or through the hole in the underwear. Yes. Oh my God, dude. I, are, are you? Uh, did, time out. Are you the guy that when I walk in to the bathroom, you don't know if he's pissing or shitting, and you're at the urinal? Are you the guy that's got your pants and your undies down at your knees what bear you pissing in the urinal bare ass is that you <laughs> like fucking is that you absolutely Daddy. not absolutely not all i do is i unbutton i unbutton my jeans and i pull down my pants and my boxers at the same time that's what i do i don't use the zipper oil. i just pull it down whip out my wiener hold it with my hand and take a piss in the urinal i do not use the zipper does that not have a little restriction on your movement down there no you want to talk about restriction you're pulling your freaking wiener through the hole yeah, you ain't got nowhere to move that you, thing you're, you're, and then when you shake it and you put it back in it's getting all over you it just don't make sense i don't think there should be a zipper in jeans i uh, really don't i don't know what kind of shaking you're doing to get piss all over the place but you need to ease up on that thing my, so my question do you not wear a belt so that means do you undo the belt and the buckle every time you piss Cause that's what I mean. When you have the belt and then you have the buckle, you just unzip and you pull it out and you do your thing and you zip and you go back. You probably it is like, a time. It is. I mean, it's time consuming, dude. I just don't understand. Like, DG, you're you're saying today. I'm looking at your jeans right now. You do not take them off anyway. You just unzip it right there and pull your wiener through your zipper. My button now on, on these jeans. The only time it's going to be undone is if I got to take a number two, drop a deuce, cut a log. Or if I'm changing to get in my PJs. That's it. 
I mean, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what people do. It's what grown-ups do, Clay. <laughs> we piss through zipper have holes. You, have you ever... Don't, don't make us feel like we're the abnormal ones here. Have you ever had your penis skin caught in the zipper? Absolutely. No. See, that scares me. That that's, scares me. That's, uh, that's never happened to me. That's, can't, that's commando. Have you had a little bit of rubbage? That's like never, a floor burn that's never on once the zipper? Happened. That's never once happened to me. No. Um, when you got sharp interlocking metal teeth down there you got to be cautious but as long as you're careful yeah but when you're intoxicated you get a little less cautious truth but still it's even even so it's never happened to me okay moving on at the age of 31 years old getting ready to turn 32 i have changed the way that i write the number two just this past month you do the loop-de-loop i used to do the loop but now I just do the straight line. You don't do the loop. You don't do the loop no more. How weird is that, dude? It's but, fucking uh, weird, ain't it? Let's get into this. Like, what was your rationale? Like, why don't you do the loop anymore? I said, you know what? I'm going to change it up. Like, if you if you look at, like, any kind of, like, when you're writing a paper or something and you need to write the letter two, like I have right here on my notes, it's the straight line. There's no loop-de-loops in any kind of font. And if you, like, on jerseys, very rarely do you see the loop-de-loop. It's always the straight line. And I'm thinking, well, why do you do the loop-de-loop if this is so popular? So I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing the straight line. And on my paperwork at work, I started doing the straight line, and I kind of like it. It's like I'm cheating on the loop-de-loop. Do you, I mean, so how's that working out for you? Like, are, do you feel good about the change or you, do you miss the loop-de-loop? I'm not sure how I feel about it because I found myself writing the date the other day. It was... March 22nd, 2022. 22. And I put three and then the two with the straight line. And then 2022, I did the loop-de-loop. So I, I can't get on board. <laughs> Make up your mind. I Which one is it? I don't know. I'm trying to pick. What do you, how do you write it? I do the loops with the twos. I also, with the sevens, I always put a line in the middle of the stem on my sevens. There's a lot of people out there that do, but I never understood it. Well... I was I was I studied math in college. I did a lot of math, a lot of algebra. So for me, I did the two with the loop, so I wouldn't get the two confused with the z. Like if I had a algebraic equation that had a z in it, I would do the z, and then I'd put the line in the middle of the z, and then with the twos, I would do the loop. So I didn't get my z's and my twos mixed up. That was why that was my reason. That's a great explanation. How do you write your twos, Bob? I I mix it up. I don't discriminate. I do the loop, and then I do the straight line with the tail up. With a tail? With the tail up? Yeah, the little, with a tail? Yeah, the little the tail that goes straight up. So the straight line, when it's, it's the dude. So you got your own kind of two there yeah, with I mean, a tail. You got your own notation. A two with a tail? Yeah. Well, while, we're, while we're talking about, you know, how you well, I mean, it's like if we look at that, see the little tail on the two that goes up? Just okay. a tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, just yeah like I that. see it. Yeah, okay. So it kind of looks like a Z. So I get where you're saying why you did yeah. the two and your Zs completely separate so you didn't mix them up. See, okay, I didn't yeah, take I know, in. I know exactly what you're talking about with yeah, the tail. I didn't take in the uh, the mathematical intelligent perspective. Okay. Okay. You guys ever write in cursive anymore? Hell no. I love it. I'm horrible at it. <laughs> But it's fun. It, it is fun. I write it, it, when we we got a we got a uh, like a grocery list on our refrigerator, and like you know when you run out of something and you know you need more of it at the grocery store, we got like a little dry erase thing where you write down whatever it is you need at your next grocery trip. I started. I don't know why. I started writing the groceries on the grocery list with the dry erase marker in cursive. 
That's something different about writing in cursive, man. It oh, makes yeah. you feel fancy. makes you feel... just can't read it. Yeah, I don't I mean, know, today, I, I like cursive it. is a different language to people. It is. Do they, they, don't, they don't teach cursive. I was about anymore. to ask you that. Yeah. I don't do, they, so. do they teach cursive in school? Because when I was little, we all learned how to write cursive in what grade school? Was Third it, grade. Was it second grade for you? It, it was through, second grade through for there. Me. You know, second through fourth, probably. I just remember Miss Vetter up there doing hippopotamus and like cursive. Yeah, yeah. Those peas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no disease. Oh, those Z's. Billy Madison Rizzuto. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the twos, DG, I switched up something else. The eights. I got new deodorant. Oh, I switched up. Now, do you use the same deodorant every single day? Man, I've every been, time I've, you go, I've probably been using the same deodorant, the same exact deodorant since I was probably seventeen years old. Okay, so I was the same way until this past month, probably a month or two. My wife has been telling me that I stink, and I've got deodorant on. And I can smell myself too, so I started getting self-conscious. I've, I think my body got so normalized to this deodorant that it just don't work anymore. Nah. It stopped working. No, I'm being serious, Buck. Like I would put deodorant on, and an hour and a half later, I would have fucking BO you've been bad. A, you've been a lot more active the last few months, dude. I'm just talking about going out to the, you know, out to eat and drinking, and I come back home on the way home. My wife says, "Good God, you stink! I can smell your BO, and I could smell it on myself." So I had to switch deodorants, and I'm thinking that the regular, like the the gel, not the gel, but it, it's like a bar, but it was blue. It's just regular deodorant. I had to switch, and I went to the dollar store and I got the anti. And you got the antiperspirant. Perspirant, yeah. And the deo, the, de, so that's the thing, man. With with those, you got deodorants. If a, if it's a deodorant, then that obviously means it's supposed to take away the smell. Yeah. The antiperspirant, as well, is supposed to eliminate moisture. Okay, so that is what I got, and I'm gonna tell you what, I don't stink anymore. So I I am totally switched to the antiperspirant. Same brand. Same brand. It's Old Spice. I had the blue bar. It was called Old Spice Fresh, and that I it wouldn't block any odor coming out of my body at all. So I had to switch to antiperspirant, and it it's it's like a magic trick, man. It just works. What the, I don't stink anymore. What what scent? I have no idea. But I went from like the blue bar to the the white powder kind of stuff. You know does what I mean? It, does it? Well, let me ask you this: When like when you crank the dial on the bottom. Does it come up through the little holes? No, 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 no. No, it's still, still it, a solid it's bar. still a solid bar. Okay. But it's white and it's like chalky compared to the blue the blue gelish bar that I was using. I've never used the gel, the gel bar ever. It's it's not like gel. It's a bar, but it's I, I blue. Know, I know, I know exactly what so you, you use. It's, the white it's stuff. still a solid. Yes, you use the white stuff? I've always used the okay, white stuff. Okay, so I never did. But now I am and I absolutely love it. Well... I, I'm happy about that for you. I am. Can I ask you what what kind of body wash do you use? Swagger. I'm all I'm all Old Spice. All Old Spice. Yes. So that was my that was going to be my question. So I use old. I, I'm an Old Spice guy myself. I use Old Spice deodorant, body wash, and shampoo. You know, there have been times when I'll go. Old Spice deodorant and shampoo, but I'll have a different kind of body wash. It just doesn't feel right. I got to stay on brand Like you're three. cheating on Old yes, Spice? I got to stay on brand all three. I don't know why. I don't know why. What about you? Here lately, I've never used a powder. Like what you're, what Clay's talking about. 
because it yeah the white it stuff. leaves like a I look at my armpit it's hair and sticky. it's like yes it's yes matted yes I don't nasty, like that feeling either look, but anything you, that this, keeps me from stinking exactly I'm usually a uh, Old Spice Night Panther fantastic I love it it's purple Night it's, Panther it's never like, heard of it it's fantastic it's probably it's going to run you six seven bucks a bar but it's it's fabulous and it's the same shampoo like DG says same shampoo. The body wash is Old Spice as well, but it's not. I don't know if it's just. It's got like its own particular. They don't have different flavors, like ice cream. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> what, that's a good point. With Old Spice, sometimes they'll have like deodorant, but they won't have the same type and body wash or or shampoo. Like it's different. Like I'm using different body wash than deodorant right now with Old Spice. But I'm going to say the best deodorant that I've ever used, and it's a gel like DG coming up through the holes like uh, Play-Doh, Right Guard. Right Guard gel, man. I don't do the gels. You want to talk about weird feeling underneath your armpits? They're wet. Yeah, I love yeah, that. They're slippery. I don't like that. That's why I went away from yeah, it. Yeah, hell with that. You I guys can't don't do like that. that? No. <laughs> I mean, I like wetness, but not that kind of wetness, Buck. Let's move on. Let's get to the what's trending topics. We've got two of them here today. Back to the roots. DG, you're going to enjoy this one. A man who tried to slither past U.S. border agents in California had 52 lizards and snakes hitting in his clothing. The man was pulled out of his truck for additional inspection at the border, and agents found 52 live reptiles tied up in small bags, which were concealed in the man's jacket, pants pockets, and groin area. A total of nine snakes and 43 horned lizards were seized. Some of the species are considered endangered throughout the world. Where to begin? 52 reptiles. On his person. On himself. In baggies. In baggies. I seen the picture of them all laid out at the border control. It was freaking unbelievable. And these snakes aren't small. They aren't small. They're like wrapped around These are full-size snakes in a bag that this guy had inside of his jacket. They look dangerous. Hell yes. Hell yes, they did. Hell yes. I would like to know more about this guy and what his like intentions were. It's money, obviously. You think? Yeah. Like he was just trying to make a buck? Yeah, he's bringing them across the I mean, border. He, he got them down to Mexico, probably illegally. So he was going from California to Mexico? No, he was coming from Mexico to California. A little more exotic down yes. there. Yeah. They check his asshole. I'm probably sure they did. I I'm, mean, I mean that's a plus for the dude. If, you, got, if you're going to have this shit wrapped around a bullfrog straight out of his anus, you, could you imagine a fucking seven foot boa constrictor? No, goddamn it! <laughs> These things weren't seven footers. I'm just saying they 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 were full size snakes. They weren't babies. No, you said where my mind went when you said that some of them were endangered. I thought you know maybe there's a chance. This guy was trying to smuggle them into the U.S., knew they were illegal or whatever, knew what, knew it was illegal to smuggle them in. Maybe this guy has a farm where he knew he could mate them, reproduce them, and maybe, you know, help to get them out of the endangered status. But if he was just trying to smuggle them in to sell them and make a buck, then, you know, I'm glad he got busted. There's the thing with that shit, though, is like, if you go down to Florida now, the bow constrictor is an elusive reptile right so it's taken over like the swamps of florida with the alligators or crocodiles so it's a madhouse down there that's my only disagreement with this dude bringing this shit over the border is if we don't have it now i don't want it later you know that'd be like uh let's say a dude from 
Alaska brought a grizzly bear in Ohio. We were talking about bears earlier, and then those bears start mating. Do you want grizzly bears at fucking Hawking Hills? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like sometimes you see the headlines, hey, in Columbus, Ohio, there was an alligator spotted in a pond. Yeah, I don't want that, that shit That was someone's swimming. pet at some point. They brought it up from Florida as a baby, and it got too big, and they let it go. Exactly. Happens all the time. I know exactly what you're saying. Speaking of, we, we called Jake earlier, right? He's down in Hilton Head at a bachelor party. This was a story I read just like a year and a half, maybe two years ago. Lady was out. She was down there on vacation. She was out walking the family dog, just a little lap dog, out walking it. Took it off the leash because it had to go out in the grass and do its thing. Launch me. They're at a sidewalk. They're on a sidewalk, but it's close to the water. Dog goes, doesn't come back. She goes looking for it. Gator came up out of the water, snatched her dog, ate it, gone. Here's my thing with that. That's Florida. I don't care where you're at in Florida. You better Hilton expect. Head. South Carolina. But but I see your point. You better expect some sort of animal that is, if it's a lap dog, that can eat it. She should have kept that fucking dog on the leash. I Beware agree. of your surroundings. That's I her agree. fault. That is her fault. That's 100%. Buck, you're going to like this one. This is the headline. I had brain surgery, but kept taking nudes in my hospital bed for OnlyFans. Taking nude photos is always a no-brainer for OnlyFans model Ruby May, and the 25-year-old stayed devoted to her followers even when she was forced to undergo brain surgery. She said, I can never bring myself to stop working. I took nudes in the bed in my hospital gown after surgery. After experiencing severe headaches, May made a trip to the doctor and was diagnosed with a rare condition that occurs when an area of the skull contorts and puts pressure on the spinal column. The busty Burnett has culminated over 421,000 followers on her Instagram and has revealed she has made millions off her OnlyFans account. But her enormous presence on the adult content subscription service has helped pay for her costly surgery. Now, if you're one of her followers on OnlyFans, Buck, and she takes a nude in the hospital bed, in her hospital bed, after the day after her brain surgery, just for content, what are you thinking? Like, Lady, would you just take a few weeks off? Get yourself together. I don't do hospitals very well. So if I catch like a like an IV in the in the arm with a little bit of fluid going through or something like that, I'm probably I'm gonna pass out. Yeah, she's probably I mean, she's probably drugged up. I seen I didn't see the nude pictures, but they'd showed a picture in this article, like of the back of her head. Like her head was half shaved because she's got a huge ass you know, incision well, with I mean, staples they, and she, she had brain surgery they went, and she's still taking the pictures for her OnlyFans. I'm just thinking, good God, lady, well, can you at least wait until you get yeah, the staples out? Here's the thing. If she's made millions, why? Why a, stop? No, not why stop. You can stop. That's what I'm saying. Like why? In the article, she's dedicated to her fans. She, she couldn't bring she herself was, to stop. If she was really dedicated to working, she wouldn't be on OnlyFans. I feel like OnlyFans is a way for lazy people that are hot to make money. I mean, I just respect the hustle. Yeah, fuck yeah. I respect the hustle. How, how, can't, how can't you? Yeah. Like, that's her moneymaker. And if it's intact, why not, you know? So, I looked her up. Ruby May. The name sounds familiar, but I think it's on a different website. She's got some cannons, boys. Some knockers. So this isn't the some first, milkers. This isn't the first time she's been under the knife? These are real. No. Yes. Naturals. Huge naturals. Fucking Ruby May. God damn. I told you. <laughs> yeah, see? She's got some cannons. 
Yeah, LeBron would like to bounce those basketballs. DG, did you see on Twitter this week that Arby's made a diss track on McDonald's? I didn't see that. Have you heard it at all? Have you, I mean, you haven't heard anything about I don't, this. I don't follow Arby's on Twitter, so no, I probably didn't. Well, I don't either, but I want you to listen to something. In the whole world of it. Now I gotta crush it. Vallejo fishes. Then you should be disgusted. How dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it? A half slice of cheese. Mickey D's on a budget. Arby's crispy fish is simply it. With lines around the corner, we might need a guest list. Eggs is stage left. The sandwiches taste fresh. A little cube of fish from a clown is basic. Say less, this argument is baseless. Drowned in tartar, that filet fish is tasteless. See, Arby's only deals in the greatness. I bet the house on it like it's Vegas. Look, I could sell water to a well. How could you ever think I'd fail? Yeah, the crispy fish sandwich blazing trails. The mother clown's just too frail. Yeah, if you know me and you know me well, all fish is gonna tip that scale. This is a paid advertisement brought to you by the unrivaled, the unparalleled Arby's. Thoughts on that? That's, I mean, that's great marketing on Arby's or on Arby's side. You know, I'm not a big Arby's guy, and I've talked about it a thousand times on this podcast. But after that, it makes me want to go try their new fish sandwich. Well, they got two now. The spicy. The spicy and the The, the crispy, regular. the regular, whatever it's called. I want to try the spicy now. That makes me want to drive to Arby's right now and get a spicy fish sandwich. They're good. I, I feel like if Arby, Arby's heard you say that, then they're going to be like, It worked. Great. That did exactly what we wanted it to do. What, but here's my thing. What about them dissing the McDonald's fish sandwich? I mean, I think it's perfect. Just that's, saying, like, hey, their filet fish is ass. But that's the top dog of fast food, correct? McDonald's? Yeah, absolutely. And you know that you don't have a hamburger that you offer if you're Arby's. I got two things on it. I've had the fish sandwich. I haven't had the spicy one. But the fish sandwich from Arby's is fantastic. It's really good. And then I think you're kind of leading. So what I saw this story, too. And I read the person that sang that as push a push a T, I push think. Push a T. He created the jingle for the but up 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 I'm loving it and never got any money from it. Oh so Arby's reached so out to he's, him. He's salty. And he's getting paid by Arby's now to put a dead disc track because he never got any money from the I'm loving it jingle. Okay. All right. Props it make, to Arby's. Makes sense. Makes I mean, sense that's, then. That's savvy as hell for Arby's to go out and get that guy, know when they didn't pay him for the jingle. Hmm. Did it talk about selling a sandwich to a whale? He said that they could sell water to a whale. Oh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Buck likes that line. Hey, let's get into the voicemail this week. The voicemail is from you know several weeks ago when Uncle Buck was talking about Big Cam's baseball gloves. Let's get into it. He named it. them, right? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Hey, fellas, Big Cam again. I uh, just wanted to answer the question, the great memory that Buck brought up from our JV baseball days. And I can't remember the name of the one glove I had, but my favorite glove that I had was my Rawlings Pro Preferred. And her name 
was Marta. Marta. With a Mexican accent. And Buck named her, not me. And he would always act like he was making out with the glove in the dugout. And every time I made a great play, which wasn't very often, but when I did, Buck was always catching back behind the plate, and he'd jump up out of there. And we'd run back to the dugout, and he would be screaming, Marta! <laughs> so, yeah, those were the good old days. Thanks for bringing that up, Buck. But, yeah, Rolski, get a hold of me. I'm ready to come back on the show. I got a hog update. Oh. Later, guys. Oh, all right, Buck. So let's, what's he mean, uh, hog? Motorcycle. Oh, I figured. Buck, tell us about Marta. She was beautiful. What color? She was like tan, spoken accent, big, big ass on her. Did she have the the rounded the rounded pinky? Yeah, she like did. Like a first baseman's glove. It was probably a twelve and a half. Okay. Beautiful though. I mean, he oiled it. I oiled it. I I mean I'm that's probably who I lost my virginity to was Marta, honestly. It was a beautiful glove. Beautiful mitt. DG, did you ever name any of your gloves? You, you know, I, I don't think I did. You played you played ball all your life. I mean, you from li- little league through high school all the way to college, you played a lot of baseball. You never named one glove? Never named my gloves, no. Buck, did you name yours? Like how did this come about? How did you start naming baseball gloves? I don't know if I ever named a single glove of mine. I just saw that thing and said, that's fucking Marta. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> fucking weird, but I respect it. I respect it. So he says he's got a hog update. Maybe he's got a new motorcycle. I'm not sure. Maybe, but maybe he sold it. Maybe he did. I'm not sure. So we're going to get Big Cam on, and I've talked to Cam. I want him to come on, and I want him to talk about his hog, obviously. But he's got a new job, and I mentioned it few podcasts ago he's a truck driver now so i want to do what i kind of did with otis about the cop i want to get the ins and outs of truck driving the semi driver tell me all about it hey they they got a thousand questions they're the foundation of the united states you're telling me you're telling me and i want to know all about it so big cam i'm going to be getting a hold of you you're coming on tell us about your hog and truck driving that's going to be awesome have you ever named the pair of shoes clay Absolutely not. No? no, you just you just ball in them. I just I just shoot the basketball and try to make it in the hoop. That's all I do. Okay, let's get into the text. We've got a lot of them. We've been holding them back. First one. What's up, fellas? Episode one hundred was long but great. Best line in the whole thing. Because when she liked it, it wagged. Got a would you rather for you guys? Would you rather for the rest of your life develop a random accent during all serious conversations or? Laugh anytime someone cries. Let's break this down. Because when she liked it, it wagged. Do you guys remember that conversation? You were talking about the girl that had the long tailbone in episode 100. And you were uh, having sexual intercourse with her from behind. You kind of got distracted by it. And I said, yeah, because it started wagging because she liked it. This guy thought that was the best line in the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I have yet to run into that experience yet. But I feel like if I was... In that moment, and the tail started wagging. You brought it up. What do you mean you have yet? You're the one who said you've met a girl that had a long tailbone. You said it in episode 100. You're now you're retracting your statement? I feel like that's off a movie. Wasn't that Shallow How? That's what it was. That was it Shallow was a How? movie. Sorry. I haven't. I called you so out there. I'm not a dog fucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my fault. I forgot we were talking about Shallow How. That's my bad. But yes, that was funny. That was a funny statement. DG, would you rather 
for the rest of your life, develop a random accent during all serious conversations, or laugh anytime someone cries. I'm going to take the random accent because going into it, you can let people know like, hey, if, if you know, like if you're at work, for example, you just say, hey, I got this condition. It's weird as hell. If something serious happens, I'm going to maybe break into an Australian or a Scottish accent. Like that's, it's going to happen. But if you take the other, the other one where you cry or you laugh during when, like when people are crying, like what, what happens the next funeral you go to? You're going to be crack. You're going to ass is going to be cracking up the whole time while everybody else is crying. Like what a dick, what a dickhead. Yeah. You answered that. Great. Um, but one thing before we move on, I want to ask you. Do you have a great British or Australian accent? I don't do any accents well. Come on, give me your best one. None. Give me your best one. Give me a country and I'll give you my best Australia. Accent. Like, what do you want me to talk about? Anything. Well, I tell you, we, you go out to Sunday and the IndyCar race and out there and uh, it's, it's, I look across the track, I see a roo out there, the roo, and, uh, and you know, I go over there and, uh, you know, I, I say, hey, roo, get your ass off of the track and, uh, and then uh, let's go throw another shrimp on the bobby. Moving on. This one, that was from Justin. Next one's from Scotty. Just watch the one bite review on your YouTube. I personally think Buck was the closest on this one. I would rate it a 7.2. This might be a heater, but I think Red Baron is the best frozen pizza out there. Not a big Red Baron guy, Scotty. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not a big Red Baron fan. I think it's ass, so I think your heater's bullshit. I agree with him. I don't know the last time I had a Red Baron. Because they're ass. You don't buy them. So Red Baron, Buck, you a Red Baron guy? I mean, we're not we're not typically the go to the grocery store and get a frozen pizza. So I mean, it's been high school days since I've had a Red Baron, and it's not burning my brain. Okay, so you don't think it's that? I good don't. Either. I mean, I can't tell you if it's right. good or bad. It's okay. forget. It's forgettable. Yeah. Next one. Definitely think people who tailgate when driving could have been on the worst people bracket especially when they're tailgating you when you're going over the speed limit. That's the worst. I mean, you're the bracket creator. What do you think? I mean, that was bad driver, right? How how do you feel? I feel like uh, we messed up a little bit on this latest bracket because there's several of them that could have went together. Like forget your wallet is part of forgettable or forgetful and you know, bad driver and bad parking. That's kind of the, they go into the same thing. So I feel like tailgating goes into bad driving as well. But yes, it probably should have been there because I hate tailgaters. They they were tailgating me. The, actually, I was the tailgater the other day on the way home from work. Friday after work, I tried to get home as quick as possible because I got a few stops to make. It was stop and get a 12-pack. Got to go to the uh, mailbox, and I've got to go to the bank and get some cash out. I was tailgating the shit out of somebody. But they weren't going over the speed limit. They were going 45 into 55, so get the hell out of my way. I got shit to do. When you're tailgating somebody, what's the best case scenario there? Like when you're tailgating somebody, what do you what do you want to happen? You're waiting for that moment to pass. I'm waiting for that moment, but do, the do problem you, was there was no moment because the traffic was horrendous. I couldn't pass them. When somebody's tailgating me, like what my uh, Buck, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> no, he just bit the top off of a pint beer. Christ. <laughs> Continue. What my what like like if somebody's tailgating me and we're like say we're on a county road. I will slow down just so they can pass me. Like, that's how I deal with tailgaters. Well, this guy wasn't slowing down. He was just strictly going 45 mile an hour the whole way home in a 55, and it was pissing me the hell off. Because there was oncoming traffic. You couldn't go around him. I couldn't go around him. 
Now, cars do, just kept coming. How do you stuff. feel if you're the tailgater in that car? If you go through a town, or say a random area, and they pull over, and they have no reason to pull over, like in a fire department, right? And You've they been let tail- you go, and they let you go. Do you feel like you're? I, I you're give the, the alpha. Salute. Yeah, I just give them the salute. Get the hell out of my way. I appreciate that shit. Thank you. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just that's what I think of it. Moving on. This one's from Marty. What's up, fellas? Marty Mar has a few questions for y'all. What would you try if you knew you wouldn't fail? What would you try if you knew you would fail? What would I try if I knew I wouldn't fail? I tell you, man, I would always, for uh, several years now, I've always considered buying like a like a brand new laptop. What is that? What do you got? That's an iMac. That's a MacBook. MacBook. <coughs> buying a MacBook and buying a set of turntables and becoming a DJ. That's like, a great answer. Like not not a uh, not like a. Uh, Middle school dance DJ, but like a, a like a Park Street bar Saturday night club. Everybody's in there early to mid twenties DJ, like a dance dance music EDM DJ, like DJ Polly D, like in a Vegas. Ve- like a Vegas. Yeah, DJ. Hell yes, yeah, that's a great answer. I, th- I, th- I think I, I think that would be so much fun if you could get good enough at that to get some gigs. I think that would be so much fun. You know, Shaq's big into that shit now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shaq's a good ass DJ. I know. You know, there's a uh, there's a music festival up just outside of Columbus. It's not far from Buckeye Lake. Um, Lost Lands Festival is what it's called. Okay. It's it's all EDM music. That's it. And Shaq is one of the headliners there. Awesome. We in might have in to, Ohio. Is it coming up this summer? It's it, it's in the fall. It's in September. Okay. It's like mid September. Lost Lands Festival. You think we should go? I mean, if you like EDM, I would love to go. Let's but go. I, but I like EDM music. Never been. I'd like to try it. But, but Shaq, Shaq's a headliner. What's something you would do if you knew you I wouldn't? I mean, the fail? obvious would be porn. If I couldn't fail at that, <laughs> yeah. like that would be the obvious. But it would be going into space and being able to take off my helmet and being able to breathe and float around. What does what does space have to offer? Is it you know voiceless? Which I'm. I mean, everybody says it is. I would just like to be that person to go up, take my helmet off on the moon, and just be like, "Fuck." <laughs> Okay. Nothing. <laughs> just experience it? Yeah. Okay. If I had to pick one, Marty, you know what? I'm just going to be straight up truthful. The first thing that came to mind, I'm going to ask Jennifer Aniston if she wants to have a threesome with me and my wife. And she says, absolutely. And I'll be like, great. When and where? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, that, that's what I would do. Horrible bosses, too. Yeah. Watch it. I want that one. Uh-huh. Fuck. Now, what would you do? What would you try if you knew you would fail? Something that you know that you know, you're not going to succeed at. That's a hard question. Uh, I don't know. Maybe going to a Kid Cudi concert and trying to get on stage with him. Oh, great answer. Something like See, that. I didn't think of anything like that, DG. That, I mean, yeah, just trying to do something that you know you're not allowed to do. You but know, you know it's it. not going to happen anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, give it, a, give it a shot, whatever. I've been uh, watching Netflix, Drive to Survive, Formula One, and these guys are some bad motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you said you were a bad driver last week, so this ain't going to work out exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> so, you put me in a Formula One car and give me a couple of laps and, you know, the Austria Red Bull ring. If I fail, I fail. I may die. Who the fuck knows, but... Probably will. I would love it. The adrenaline would be phenomenal. You know, just, just the thought of you in a Formula One car. I'm perfect. An indie car. I'm I perfect. Mean, the size, yes, you're I'm perfect. perfect. But driving-wise, you're horrendous. Because I'm just thinking of that time that you were going like 90 down a straight stretch. And that was in an Equinox. And it was in an Equinox. And then you forgot to stop at the stop sign. We ran straight into a ditch and almost killed ourselves. And we almost hit a tree. I mean, we went 60, probably 60, 65 mile an hour straight into a 
ravine. I can't see you driving an Indy car, so that's a great answer. You're talking, what's the fastest you've ever gone in a vehicle? Uh, we don't need specifics. I mean, the fastest I've ever had my you, car. You can run. undershoot it if we you need I'm going to tell you I what. Mean, it, it he's caught. had the Firebird 120, guaranteed. Okay, 120, okay. And that was that was pinned. All right, so. <laughs> that is pinned on the Firebird. <laughs> if you if you put yourself in an F1 car or an Indy car. I think I could be a, phenomenal, but I would fail. Because my attitude. Double that. 220, double that. 240, exactly. My attitude, I hate failure. But knowing yeah. that I would fail in a Formula One car would be phenomenal. Would you rather street fight Kimbo Slice for two minutes or get in the ring with Mike Tyson for three minutes? Kimbo Slice is a very popular street fighter back in the day. He's RIP. He's, he's since passed, but his YouTube videos are outrageous. Just eyeballs popping. He's a legend. Out. Just legend. fighting people in backyards. I mean, and so recording is Mike Tyson, it. but so street fight Kimbo Slice, DG. I think I would probably take the the ring fight with Mike Tyson. And just because, run because yeah because there's an official there and street fight anything goes you know anything yeah. goes he, he knocks you down no nobody's stopping him from beating your freaking brains out but in a boxing ring you get knocked down okay he's got to clear off he's got to go to neutral corner so so you're faking dead like a like if I need if I need to yeah I can just stay down I agree with DG hundred percent I'm not getting anywhere near. Kimbo slices knuckles in a in a in a in backyard. A, a back alley. It's like it's like us walking out of the studio and going into the front yard, and Kimbo slices out there with his shirt off, and he's mean mugging us and just ready to whip our ass. And that's our the wild. Off that's the, the wild west out there, man. Yeah. Like fuck that. I I'll can take, get street fight with Kimbo slice can get you dead. I mean, uh, straight right hook from Mike Mike Tyson could do the same. Yeah, fair. Just, fair. However. It's a great question. In a street fight with Kimbo Slice, he's not wearing any gloves. That's bare knuckle. Yeah, you're right. The The gloves in the boxing ring has got a little bit of padding. Just to be different against Kimbo with all things equal, you just kick him in the balls and take off running, can't you? Corey K coming in with a heater right there. <laughs> if you get a chance, I mean. <laughs> get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. Corey K says he's just going to kick Kimbo right in the fucking nuts. Yeah, just take off running. If you get a chance, uh, that's not a bad defense, but... If you had a chance to host any TV show in the world, what would you choose? Sports Center. Really? Sports Center? Why not? You just love sports that much? I yeah, mean, you're, what's you're, your thought process you're here? In the, you're, you know, you're sitting there in your chair, you're in your suit and tie, you get to make witty comments about sports highlights. I mean... Do you think the people on Sports Center wear pants? I do, yeah. I think they wear pants. It's It would be weird for them to walk into work and not have pants on. But you know what I'm saying? Or walk onto the set Like and the not people that do, on. like the I see what you're saying, yeah. yeah. But I, I still think they probably wear, like, nice pants. Buck, what what uh, TV show are you hosting? <laughs> probably Bob Ross. Watch out, motherfucker, paint. So you're saying you would want to be the painter? No, I would. I would you're hosting the show. I would be the narrator. Oh, so Bob. you're narrating his paintings? Yes. Explaining <laughs> to the listeners what he's doing. Oh, he's got a nice little fluff of clouds here. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I tell you, thinking about Buck, I would love to sit and watch the Masters, but it was commentated by Buck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a fucking shot. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. Um, I think I'm going to host Jerry Springer. Yeah, I can see you I mean, why that. the hell not? I think it'd be fun as fuck. You never know what you're walking into that day. The stories, the people. I think the people, the stories are great, but the people behind the stories, the faces behind the story. Is that fake? 
I would say most, I would say most of it is probably, but who cares? It's still funny. It's entertaining as hell, isn't it? And that's on today, right? For like you, it's still today. Well, Jerry Springer don't do it, but I think there's one the Steve guy that used to be his security yeah, guard. Steve doesn't he Wolf, have his own Steve thing? Wilco show. Doesn't he have his own thing now? It's basically the Jerry Springer like show. Doctor Oz type shit. Yeah, I love it. I, I think I could be a great. Jerry I changed Springer. my mind. I, I want to be I, a judge. I would want to fucking be a judge. Judge Buck? Yeah. Like Judge Judy, but Judge Buck? Judge Buck? Give him fucking 30 years for stealing a Snickers. Rolski, I I like that answer out of you, but I I think you'd be a hell of a host on Price is Right. Oh, now, that's, that's, (laughs) yeah, that's a great answer as well. I mean, Price is Right, man. The the games. What's your favorite game on Price? I loved. I loved as a kid. I loved Plinko. Plinko. And, and Plinko's I, a, an all. I always love when the motherfuckers hit the golf shot, the putt. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. When they hit that putt, oh my! Especially when they're the third line back, because you guess the prices on the uh, the grocery items to get closer to the hole, and there's three lines. But when they didn't get any of them right, and they hit that, you know, 15 foot or 20 foot putt, and the crowd went crazy, I would love to hype them people up. To me, the best part of the Price is Right is this the Showcase Showdown. Okay. Showcase Showdown's the best. Now, when you watched it as a kid, tell me that you tried to guess every price on them items. I would in my head, but like when you're a little kid, like when you're an 8, 10, 12-year-old, you, you, you don't know what costs right. how much. But you threw answers out. When I was a kid growing up, my dad, would he, we would always watch it. And me and him would go back and forth arguing about the prices. And, you know, like I was a kid. I was a young kid. I didn't know the prices. You know, a jet ski would come out, and I'd say three grand. And he goes, you're an idiot. You're an idiot, Clay. <laughs> like, we would get in arguments. But, yeah, I mean, the price is right. I mean, fuck, what a TV show, right? I mean. What a freaking TV show. It doesn't get any better for daytime TV. No. I mean, Al- it, it does. What Mar- was the Alpine? March Madness, opening weekend, March Madness. That's it. What was the Alpine? Or the little... the. The Switzerland man went it's up the, the skier. Fucking oh, skier. Yeah. Yes. Or the yodeler. You had to get yeah, yeah. in so many uh, dollars. Before he fell off the cliff. Yes. That yes. was my favorite. Okay. Yeah, that was mine yeah. too. That was the one I was thinking of. Yep. Next up, Clay is such a fucking penny pincher tight ass that he ordered Coors Light at Roosters just because the 16-ounce Bud Lights weren't on sale anymore, even though he had a gift card. Remember how much shit he talked about Coors Light on a previous episode? Hey, you little bitch. You squeak when you walk. Let me explain myself here. You know what? I am a penny pincher. I've talked about it. Basically, every fucking episode, I tell you guys I'm a penny pincher. I'm a cheap ass. I know. Went to Roosters the other day. The 16-ounce, they always have a 16-ounce special. Bud Light wasn't on anymore. They change it every month. This month, it was Coors Light and Miller Light. Me and Uncle Buck went last week. What'd I drink? Coors Light. He drank Miller Lite. I'm here to say, Coors Light in a draft tastes way different than out of a can or a bottle. And I don't mind it. Coors Light in a draft ain't bad, especially when it's cold. But yes, you know what? Yeah. Call me Two-Faced. Is this is this Two-Faced? I talk shit about Coors Light, but then I go drink it. That's kind of being Two-Faced, right? And you mentioned it last week. I mean, that one. That ev- one. Everybody's kind of Two-Faced here and there. You know what I mean? Everybody. So, yeah, you know what? Fuck, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. Yes, I did drink Coors Light. And did I enjoy it? Yeah, it wasn't bad. And you could even ask, Buck don't drink Miller Light, but goddammit, he walked into the fucking studio the other day with a 12-pack of Miller Light. He liked it. Hey, like I said, the last bracket, I was probably at least 10 of the 32. Was there 30? I was at least 10 of the 32 yeah, fucking I mean, worst we can people. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that. The worst people, we were all over that bracket. 
Yeah. We were all over it, Buck. Miller Lite tasted like heaven at <laughs> Roosters, okay? So, yeah. I mean, it was cheap. It was delicious. It was pure. You know what? I'm never going to go back to Roosters and order a Coors Light draft unless it's on sale. You know, I'm buying, I'm buying what's on sale that day. I would rather pay, you know, the dollar ninety five compared to the two seventy five for a Bud Light sixteen ounce. So, yeah, you know what? I'm a penny pincher. DG, what are your thoughts on this? If I'm if I'm in a if I'm out, you know, I'm out at a restaurant. Um, I'm away from the house. I'm probably gonna get something that I'm gonna really enjoy. Okay. If it costs a little more, it costs a little more. Okay. So you're against me here. I, I am. Yeah, I'm, Am I a two-faced bitch? I, well, I'll say this. When I was younger, like when I was in college, I would go into a place like a B-dubs and I would say, hey, what's the special? Nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, she comes up and said, the waitress, waiter, whoever says, here, here are the specials. Okay, if anything catches my ear, I might order it. Otherwise, you know, Mick Ultra sounds good. It's not on sale. It's not on sale. No big deal. Okay. It's, what I, it's what I feel like drinking. That's what I'm going to drink. I'm just going to enjoy myself. Now, what do you think about me personally here in this situation? You've heard me talk shit about Coors Light. Right. Uh, you know, I wouldn't hold that against you. That particular moment, that point in time, you feel like drinking Coors Light's what's best for you in your life? Have at it, brother. Would you rather jump off a skyscraper or be buried alive? Being buried alive is my biggest fear. Really? My biggest fear. Dying, but not really dying, but everybody thinks I'm dead. They stick me in a coffin, they bury me, and then I wake up underground. Six feet underground with six feet of solid dirt above me. There's no escape. There's no way. That is my biggest fear. Biggest fear. Has been since I was eight years old. So you'd rather jump off the skyscraper? Easy. Yes. yes. Now, I was thinking about this as well. I'm going to go with you. I would rather jump off the skyscraper for one reason one reason only. When you're jumping off that skyscraper, you know you know there's an end there, right? you've got probably five seconds of life left. Those five seconds could be the most enjoyable five seconds of your life. Just jumping down, feeling the freedom, the free fall, smiling, maybe do a few backflips here and there. I feel like that would be more enjoyable, those last five seconds, than you know, the five minutes of suffocating under buried dirt. You know what I mean? I'm with you. And I've heard this about people who jump is you die of a heart attack before you hit the ground. Very possible. I have no idea. I've, I've heard that most people, that's what happens. They're dead before they hit the ground. That's what I've heard. I couldn't imagine being buried with, out of casket, worms, dirt, suffocating. As loud as you scream, nobody's going to hear it. Claustrophobic. Give me the opportunity to fly. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to be that hero that, you know, you get a skill, you want to fly. Let it happen. I'll try to put these motherfuckers out to where they're like squirrel wings. Just <laughs> glide. But if I die, I die. Well, you're going to die. I'm taking a skyscraper. If you're jumping off a skyscraper, you're going to die. Uh, well, not necessarily. Have you watched a Michael Bay movie lately? What do you mean not necessarily, Corey? I mean, if you're jumping off a skyscraper that's fucking like the World Trade Center, if you're jumping off the you know the tall, the Empire State Building, if you jump off that fucker, you're not surviving. What do you mean not necessarily? There's been people who's jumped out of airplanes and their chute didn't come out and they landed and just was had like some broken bones and stuff and ended up living. 
It's rare. I'm not saying it's. I guess you're right. It's not. Like, Your it's odds, not 100% chance. I guess you're right. You're going to die. I never thought about that. I'm sorry for getting so, frustrated. So there's right a chance there. you, you could live on doing that. I'm sorry for raising my voice, Corey, because you know what? You are right, because I read an article the yeah. other day. Calm down, Rolski. I read, I read an article the other day. He's all red. That He's fucked the, up. The, these, uh, there was a trainer with a person on you know, his back or whatever. They jumped out of an airplane, and they landed, and the trainer died, but the person that was on his back survived. So I he like a buffer. Ca- he kind of yeah. broke their fall. Yeah. With that, I just saw a video earlier today on Twitter. Oh shit! It was a a group of people. You ever see like group of people jump out of a plane? Like they all have parachutes on. Yeah. Right? They they've done it a million times. Drop zone. Well, a guy collided in midair with another guy before their chutes opened. Got knocked out cold. So the dude with the helmet came on had to swim over in midair because his buddy was knocked out. He knew his buddy was knocked out cold. He had to swim over in midair, get a hold of him, pull his chute for him, and then, because if he didn't, the guy yeah. was never was never going to pull his own chute. That was crazy. Talk about awareness. Which, I mean, we talked about skydiving before. Not doing it. You're not doing it. Not doing it. Have you seen Job Zone? Wesley Snipes. I've rode the ride. <laughs> Same. I would fucking love it. Z. Otis Otis loves skydiving. Why don't you just go with him? He's ready to go. He asked me last time to go skydiving again. My neighbor in college, my the guy that lived right next door to me freshman year, he he's sky he's skydived like 25 30 times on his own like he's a certified skydiver like certified wild, freak. Wild stuff. 7 Big days nuts. a week. Big nuts. I'm a new listener. I have listened to most of your pods from the last few months and i'm now getting caught up on older pods episode seven someone mentioned they like to put honey on their sweet potatoes and i've heard honey mentioned a couple times since well i'm the local honey dealer and i can hook you guys up if you all would like some free honey let me know i love the open mic episodes they are my favorite one question if you were the mayor of the town you live in what changes would you make well number one uh, whoever this listener is, please don't hold the first 30 episodes against us because <laughs> we didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. We didn't know what we were doing. We were just talking out of our asses. But uh, I think it would be really cool to have, like, I don't know, five, six different kinds of honey up here. Let's do a honey tasting video. We could. Why not? We could. We taste other stuff. What's? I'm not a big honey guy personally. I think that might have been Troy that said that. I'm not sure who it was, but episode seven, that was the open mic night. It was Buck or Troy. Anyways, what's what's a good food that you put honey on? Uh, honey's good on, you know, biscuits, toast. Um, I put honey on, I put honey on sweet potatoes, but occasionally, not very often, but sometimes. What else? It's usually breakfast foods for me. Okay, That's, breakfast foods. Yeah, I usually don't have honey outside of breakfast. I mean, it, to you, is breakfast more like sweet? You have your sausage. Sausage is a different meat than beef. Like, yeah, it, it's it, a lot sweeter than say a T-bone steak at dinner. To me, like if I'm having a biscuit, if I'm having toast, if I'm having you know something like that, I'm either going to be putting like some kind of jam on it or honey, one or the other. And that's that's really about the only time I have honey. I mean, honey. It serves its purposes. It's medicinal as well. I mean, just depending on where you get the honey from. So if this guy's going to offer me free honey, send it. Gal. I'm sorry, ma'am. Send me the free honey. I mean, my sweet potatoes, my steaks. Steak? 
I mean, it just depends on what I if I if I'm at dinner and I want. Now is that something? Now let me ask you. You said I'm not going to pour it on it. No, I mean like I want to drizzle r- raw. You put it on there before you Instead put it on the grill. Yeah, yeah no. use it as a marinade. Yeah, That's I mean what you I was could, thinking. you could, you you could. But I'm thinking like that thing is set for ten minutes. You're ready to mow down, and you just drizzle a little honey on a little that honey thing. over it. Okay, yeah. it adds it adds. That's why I asked DG if he's like a breakfast man only uses honey during breakfast because it's sweet. Like I feel like more people want sweetness, the fruits, the oatmeal, the eggs, all that shit. It's yeah, a little yeah. sweeter. Good point. I put honey on my oatmeal too sometimes. Okay. So yeah, hit our DMs. We'll take some honey. We appreciate Absol- we, we appreciate the shit out of honey. you. If you had a chance to hibernate, would you? It would depend on like what 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 were the benefits once I come out of hibernation? Like would I come out feeling way more like what I f- what I feel like I was being born again? Like would I have more energy? Would I have would I be a new man? Then maybe depending on how long my hibernation was. Otherwise. I'm good. I was about to say, I think uh, hibernating is great for animals that do it, whatever. But as a, you know, as a human being, I think life's too precious to take a six-month break. I mean, you're missing a lot of shit in that six months. So what if you don't age? The people you hibernate with, they, they, don't, they don't age. So you're not really that's a, literally that's a, missing anything. That's a good kicker there. I'm not sure. So I, I, I think I, in, in, in reality, you're extending your life. You're just sleeping for... You know, the numbers that you don't know of. Right. Let me ask you, Rolski. You ever get FOMO? You know what FOMO is? Fear of missing out? Yeah. Like, for me, like, you ever feel like you're just staying in on a Friday night and you just feel like, damn, people are out there right now getting getting, getting after it, having a good time, and I'm missing it because I'm just sitting in my living room right I now? I think we talked about this on, like, one of the first 20 episodes. It's ringing a bell right now. Yes. Yes, I do get FOMO. But I feel like it's also good to take a night off, you know, get your mind right, relax your body a little bit. Just take a night to relax. I think that's good for people. But yeah, dude, all the time. Like, let's just say um, people are going to the lake and I say, you know what? You know, I don't think I want to make this trip. Rather it be money or health or something going on in life that I just can't go. Yes, I'm going to be like, man, I missed that trip. They're having a fucking blast and I'm here at work. Yeah. I can't go. Yes, all the time, man. Yeah. All the time I, I feel, feel like, like that. If I hibernated, that would be my thing. Like I would have FOMO. I'd feel like I was missing out on a lot of stuff. Especially if I was like sleeping through like the Super Bowl or the opening the opening weekend of March Madness or something like that, you know? I just I would feel like I was missing too much. It wasn't worth it. I hundred percent agree. Yeah, but what if you were you were hibernating and that made you live longer? So then you could see more March Madness, more Super Bowls. Sure, you might have missed one Super Bowl, but you could see three more Super Bowls than you yeah. would have. Uh, that would make me think twice about it, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Last one. We'll close the show with this. If you had to describe your dick as any vehicle, make and mono, which one would it be and why? I have two funny ones that come to mind. We'll go right ahead, Corey. K, hop right in here. The first one's the obvious. You got to be the, the, the Ashton Martin Mini. Okay. <laughs> and then the second one, there was an old Ford vehicle that came out. was notoriously known if you rear end them, they explode. So like every time you touch it, it explodes. That's Fair. a Ford Pinto. Okay. The Ford Pinto. Corey with the K. Let's just call Corey with the K, the Ford Pinto. There you go. Buck, if you had to describe yourself as uh, make a model of a vehicle, what would it be? There's so many makes and models that I could 
describe my dick at. It's like a different. It's like he's a different a different car every night. Okay, he's got so, different personalities. Yeah, he's he's evil one night, he's kind the next, and then before you know it, he's a murderer. So what kind of car are you thinking? <laughs> Let's go with the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car would you describe as your dick as a murderer? I don't know. That's a, I mean, <laughs> how about a Hellcat? No, not mean it's enough. A, it's, it's a coupe. <laughs> oh, it's a coupe. A fucking coupe. I don't know. If I had to go with one, I'm going to think of like a Ford Focus. They're riding around the hatchback, but the stupid son of a bitch has a fucking hitch on the back of it. It's just different. It's not every day you see a Ford Focus with a hitch on it. When you think of it, you're like, what the fuck is this? What are you going to pull with that thing? That's what my wife thinks when she sees me. She looks at it. She points at it. She goes, that thing is different. That thing is not right. So that's Ford Focus with a hitch. I like that. (laughs) Fucking hitch. (laughs) I'm thinking mine would probably be an El Camino. (laughs) Okay, why? Because... uh, you know, it's a small two-door vehicle, but you can put some you can put some shit in the back of it. If you if you got a buddy that needs some shit moved, like you could fit a couple boxes in the bed of that thing. It's got a little extra. It's got a little extra. Yeah. Yeah. It's small, but it's got a little it's got a little extra. Yeah. yeah. Hell yes. Thank you to everybody who sent in the text this week or over the past month. Thank you all. Thank you guys for the questions that we asked for. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this, but you know, we're beggars. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at sip and serve pod. Like us on Facebook. The email is sip and serve pod at gmail.com. If you liked what you heard today, send in all the questions you guys got. We'll answer them on the next episode. 740-720-3537. That's the number for our voicemail line. You heard big cam. We enjoy the voicemails. If you guys got questions or anything, send them in. We'll answer them. DG. Any last thoughts? Go Peacocks. Buck, any last thoughts? Not this time. I'm Rolski. See you guys next week. Are the Reds going to be worth a shit this year? I, you know what? I hope they are because I've been buying the shit out of Jonathan India rookie cards. He's the only person we got. Him and Vada. That's it. That's all we got. Is Stevenson going to be any good, DG? Is Stevenson good? I hope so. I hope he has an all-star season, but I don't know.